welcome to You're Dead to Me. I'm Fraser Ruddick. And I'm Sam Taylor. Hey, what a name. Nice and simple. Do they ever get your name wrong at Starbucks? They do. They do. They often call me Brad. How do you get Brad from Sam? I've got no idea. It's like my students call me Ben all the time, and it's S-A-M, not B-E-N, but, you know, wow. that's life, I guess. Oh, you, you've surprised me with this. I thought I thought you would have said, like, nobody ever gets my name wrong. Sam, nice and simple. More often than not, I'd say about, you know, 90% of the week they get my name wrong. Wow. Do you mm. just go along with it? Do I do. Just, yeah? I do. It like, creates more of a, of a character to, right. to go with. Yet, meanwhile, everyone always gets my name wrong, and I get the shits. I always get the Frasier, the Francis, all of that business. And, and I lose my mind. So I don't even bother saying that in Starbucks. I just say Chris. And sometimes they get that wrong. Chris Chris works. Chris, I should start saying Chris as well. Yeah, but then, no, then that's going to stuff me up because say you and I are in Starbucks together yep. and we both say Chris, well, our drinks are going to get mixed uh, up. Don't okay. do it. Don't do it. What if, what if we add numerical value to it and we say Chris 1 and Chris 2? Let's, let's do that, yeah. But then they could, you know, assume that the 1 was for a sugar and then two sugars or soy milk. I, I, I know. I understand the I know. It could, here. it could get super confusing. Mm. Yeah. You know, I always had an identity crisis when I was a kid. I hated my name. I really hated my name. And so when I was in kindergarten, um, I was really into, you know, those Teen Wolf movies? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah I loved those movies as a kid. Probably a bit adult for being in kindergarten, I must say. Looking back on him now, a bit, bit sexual, a bit, uh, a little bit, a bit little wolfy, bit, bit yeah. too much going on there. Too much hair, yeah. <laughs> too much hair, yeah. Um, and so I was obsessed with these films. So I, I remember I, I walked into school one day and I said, hey, uh, from now on, I don't want to be called Fraser. I want to be called Scott. But then another day I'd be called Todd from Teen Wolf 2, you know, played by Jason Bateman. Have you seen oh. it? I don't, don't, don't I bother. understand. Don't bother. I understand the complexity there. Yes. <laughs> and um, and then so it got really confusing because every day I'd walk into school and they would be like, "So who are you today?" And I'd be like, "Well, I'm, I'm Todd today." And then one day I just said, "No, I'm Fraser. From now on, I'm Fraser." Mm. And that's it. And then it, then it ended. And then I had to be Fraser for the rest of my life. Well, you know, there were some times when I but tried, it's a good it's a good name. Tried to make up nicknames. Yeah. Do you have a nickname? I go by Cibola. 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 That's I'm, not, I'm not calling you that. That's way confusing. What the hell? It's very confusing. It's uh, Portuguese for onion. Okay. Uh, not because I'm multi-layered or because I make lots of people cry. It's just a miscommunication and it kind of stuck with my students. Okay. What was the miscommunication? Is that a story worth telling? Well, I thought I was, you know, I thought I was in the cool group. Yeah. Same as you with Teen Wolf. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was at a Brazilian barbecue, you know, lots of Brazilians eating lots of meat, drinking lots of beer. And I was sitting in the corner studying Portuguese. I was, just wanted to be a part of the cool group. You know, I wanted right. to understand what they were saying. And one of the guys, he turned to my direction and he was pointing. And he said, oh, Cebola, 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 Cebola. And he kept saying Cebola. Me, not really having a clue about Brazil. Yeah. I was really excited because I thought this was the moment that they gave me a nickname. <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, it, it wasn't. It wasn't a nickname at all. They were just pointing to the bag of onions behind me. Right. <laughs> so I. It just kind of stuck, and then you know they all kept saying Cebola. I kept saying Cebola. It sounds like a disease in Africa, yeah. but that's okay uh, because then if I explain, it's it's all right. It does sound like a disease, yeah. But you've embraced it. That's good. Yeah, and, have, you, and you like it. You like the name. It works. It yeah. works. You know, and the students always ask me why Cebola, and I tell them variations of the story uh, and it's good I create some material with that but I've never had that problem with Starbucks do you write it on the chalkboard though Mr. Cebola I do I write Professor Cebola <laughs> I, like the, I like Professor you yeah know, it sounds, sounds good better. sounds yeah. good yeah you know I, I once got my uh, myself ordained as a minister of, of my own religion just so I could go around calling myself reverend not religious at all oh, I should just, so just, do that. just wanted the reverend in front of my name I'm gonna do that I love it mm. <laughs> so Sam how are you I'm well I'm well that was good good answer mm. Have you have had times when you've asked that question and it gets a little confusing? People give you a little too many details? Look, it is. It is really confusing these days. This, this world that we live in, Yeah. you have to take everything into account. The eye contact, the way that the hands are moving, the body language. It's, it's almost too much. It's too much. And there's just some times where it's the location that matters. Right. It's not the intonation or the stress of the words when you're saying, how are you? It's purely the location. Oh, so you're saying if somebody was in a hospital with a drip attached to them and you ask, how are you? They're probably not going to say good. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty yeah. much. Uh, you know, instance that happened to me the other day, I was in the bathroom, standing there, minding my own business, just enjoying the 30 seconds of comfort that I get in my day. Right. And three students walked in and said, how are you? And they were practicing their Australian accent. 
And I, I really wanted to say that it's, it's good, it's, it's coming along, it's good progress. Uh, but at the same time, I wanted to just enjoy my stream. Yep. And yep. they just persisted on talking. They didn't see the, the, the personal boundary there. So I do understand the complexity did of you, how are you. Did you answer them then? When they said, how are you, whilst you were mid, I mid stared, I, I felt so uncomfortable. I just stared straight at the wall. Wow. Mm. They must have been quite offended. They wouldn't have understood. No, they didn't understand, but that's okay. Yeah, that's like, their fault, though. You need to understand you never interrupt a man when he's mm. doing a whiz. Exactly. They come, they come to me to learn English, not mm. uh, to interrupt. How were you? <laughs> yeah. rather, rather uncomfortable, I would, very, I would assume. <laughs> it was very uncomfortable. Yeah, very uncomfortable. But that's okay. That's okay. We learn. We learn. So now I just hold... Everything in, and I wait till I get home, so I don't have to have that uncomfortable conversation. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Save those wees for home. Just. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was. Hope, I'm hope that's a, a public toilet. They didn't just burst in the door. No, that was uh, that was the toilet on campus. Right. And I've come to realise that that is the meeting ground of uh, of all students. Uh, just how's your day? What's going on? Yeah. So um, I've just a real social ele- element to the toilet there. It is now. It is. It used yeah. to be the smoking area. Mm. Now it's the bathroom. Okay. Mm. I gotta say, I, I, I'm pretty uncomfortable if I'm in a pub or something, and then I'm on the odd occasion I'm using the urinal because I got to tell you, stall man. I'm a stall man through and through. Yes. And when somebody is like, "How's your night?" and I always just say, "Good." They've, they've ruined my night at that point, haven't they? It's strange. And it's the same as when they come up to you and say, so what do you think of the band? But yeah. the problem is there is no band. And you <laughs> t- don't know where that's come from and you don't know if, you're, if you've stepped into the wrong bathroom or they've stepped This has never happened bathroom. to me, but maybe maybe that's that's like the signal. If you say good, then they, you know, sort of just walk into the stall and you're supposed to follow. But then you don't know. You don't know because you're not you're not part of that. So I'm concerned you just walk out and you're like, cool, deal. where's the band? You walk out, no band. Mm. Bullshit. Absolute yeah. bullshit. Mm. Well, where's the contraband code? Yeah. You know, drug deals and, and whatnot. Mexican yeah. cartels. You know, it's, it's trouble. It's <laughs> trouble in Sydney CBD. Yeah, the big problem with the how are you is that people assume it's a conversation when it's not. Mm. Like, it's a greeting. And, and do you agree on that? Like, you should not say any fur- anything further than just like, I'm good. How I don't, are you? I don't think we can read into context anymore. But the problem is we do. You know, you say, how are you? You know, I'm showing that I'm interested in you. I'm showing expression, enthusiasm. But you're not. Well, yeah, it's early in the morning. But the you have to understand that. And you've got to go through and, and look at that and go, okay, right, so he's standing like that and he's looking at me like that. Okay, there's another message here. Right. But it should just be, how are you? Good. How are you? Yeah. Good. Okay, let's talk mm. about the weather, cricket, football. Nah, I don't want to talk about that either. No, well, that's, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it works, yeah. Um, I mean, truly, we're all, we're all dying on the inside, but I, I don't think we have, to, we have to tell any people. But it's like, no, seriously, tell me how you are. And then it's like, okay, and then I'll just unleash everything, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. it. Just you know, lay it all out on me, girlfriend, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that was my alias. I was Chad Baker from Springfield, Illinois, when I was in high school. What? Just, just clicked, yeah, yeah. We, you know, Teen Wolf. And oh yeah. I decided to go to school one day. I thought, you know what? I'm no longer Sam Taylor, right. otherwise known as Onion. Yeah. I'm going to be Chad Baker. How how long did that last? Thirty seconds. Thirty seconds. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Every time I've tried to give out a nickname, people are just like, nah. And I always complain that I never had a nickname. And then when people are like, okay, cool, I've got one for you, I, I would refuse. I would like, you are not calling me that. I will not. So yeah. I know. I'm a real whinger. I say I, I say I want a nickname, but I just do not accept the ones that are given to me. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it has to be formed naturally. Yeah. You know, and if you if you feel that you've got that, and yeah. you go to a workplace or school and say, right, I'm no longer Sam. I'm Chad Baker from yeah. Springfield, Illinois. But and then they just they get no, no, that's no, because you can't walk in and be like, hey, 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 man, hey, man, call me Smasher from now on. They're like, we're gonna fucking call you that. And it's like, why? It's because you're skinny and weedy. You've got a name badge on, Mrs. Fraser. So uh, now we're gonna get new name badges and new shirts. And yeah, exactly. Did you ever work in a job that had a name badge? My current job. Your current job has a name badge. Yes. Why is that? You said you're a teacher. I'm an English language teacher. Yeah. So we have to have name badges to, you know reassure the students that we are professional because it looks good having a little white badge with your name on it and the logo. Right. But it's also because students forget who you are. So yeah. even when they say teacher, they call me Brad, they call me Chad, they call me Ted. And I you, just, you can I just, just point, point right at it. I yeah, point yeah. Out, you know? yeah. So it's no longer a listening activity, it's a reading activity. But then you don't have the thrill of just writing your name up on the board. Like there would be a lot of power in that. Just like, yeah, there's my name, read it. There is, there is. But... Even if it's on the board, right. even if it's on three boards in the same room, I still get Brad. 
Yeah. And you're still trying to push the Sembola. And you can't do that with a name tag. No, you can't. Did you have you ever thought about just sort of like crossing it out and writing underneath Sembola? I, I quite often do. Yeah. Sembola. <laughs> Okay, all right, please. No, Sam, call me Cebola. And uh, I still get Brad. Uh, hey, so you, you mentioned uh, earlier to me that uh, that you're married. Right? I am. I am married, yes. How long have you been married? Uh, coming up to two years. Right. Yeah. Okay. Congratulations. Well done. Thank you. you know, Thank hopefully you. you can get to the third year. Let me know. I, I will let you know, yes. I'll send you an SMS saying, how are you? Yeah. yeah. And, uh, still it's still going, going well. strong. Still just going just strong. give me like yearly it's, updates. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, well, there's something I wanted to talk about. And I mean, you were probably in the in the pit of this, in the uh, having to go to things as a plus one. Now, as married, you can't get out of that now, can you? I cannot. I cannot. And I've pulled out the sick card. I've pulled out the broken mm. leg card but now it's just come to a point where you've got to provide medical documents <laughs> um, you've got to provide video evidence of you actually breaking your leg not the, the leg itself yeah the before and after uh, which makes it more confusing and more complicated so the plus one thing yes mm. can be difficult can be difficult now I think your only way to get out of it would be to actually break your leg and you're probably willing to do that to get out of a few things Oh, look, I'm, I'm a very devoting husband. I will go to any anything and everything that my wife tells me to go to. Really? Um, you know, there are a couple of things where I just... Uh, umming and ahhing, yeah. but that's why... You, but you have no choice, right? You have to go. You've, you've got to go. You've got to go. and You're locked into it. Just get those earpod headphone things that are really small and, you know, minuscule that nobody can see. So you just have them in and then you're thoroughly enjoying listening to Iron Maiden instead of watching Wicked the Musical. Well, that's not too bad, though, because if, you, if you're watching a musical, at least you get to sit there, right? But it's when you're going to social occasions and you're kind of like, it's a, the, the conversation for you, because you're the plus one, it never really gets to a level of anything you ever want to talk about, right? Because you're, you're walking around, it's like, oh, hey, what do you do for a living? And it always, it never goes beyond that, but right? That's where it works in your favor. So you can already have a script prepared before you go to these events. Right. It's always the stock stand. Yeah. How's the weather today? Well, I'm in the same area as you, so obviously we have the same opinion about the weather. And how, what you know, what do you do for a living? Well, I've already told you that I'm a teacher. Okay, yeah. great. And tell me something interesting that happened in your day. But and I've always found that if you ask questions of them, yeah. then they're the ones who are talking more than you, and all you've got to do is stand there. But I get so bored. I get so bored. Mm, mm. Fidget spinners. Yeah, I know, I know. Mm. I was playing with a stress ball before. I've got it right here, stress ball. Stress ball. It good. changes everything. It does. The stress ball's good. Yep. Yeah, I should just carry it around. But do you think that might be a little weird for me to be walking into a party and being like, hey guys, how you doing? They may assume that you have some kind of debilitating, <laughs> yeah, something there, illness. But, you know, that's, that's okay because each to their own, you can walk around doing anything now. I once went to an audition in a mankini and, you know, that's fine. You can do that. Um, did you just have a mankini available i did i did should i ask why chad baker <laughs> chad chad baker had some uh, weird weird clothing attires i see yeah yes. yeah okay 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 gotcha so gotcha. you know anything gotcha. is acceptable now you can yeah. walk in you can be fiddling with a fidget spinner or you can just take a guitar into a plus one party and that's fine <sighs> no nobody likes the person who brings a fucking guitar okay well i think we have different opinions here because I like do you, to just, do you play the guitar? I do not. I do not play the guitar. But, but you, you like the asshole who brings a guitar. I remember I was on a plane, right? And I see this dude come on with a guitar. And then I'm thinking, oh, shit. On if a this, plane? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and well, like, you put it up in the um, in the overhead. But I'm mm. thinking, oh, man, like, if this plane gets delayed, this fucker's going to whip that guitar out. And I'm going to break it over his head. Did he? No. Okay. Plane, uh, plane uh, was delayed, but, right. uh, he didn't, but he didn't you know, he, but, he knew that you were. Yeah, in I, just, the I just, I just held, held the, uh, the overhead like shut, so he couldn't. Be, it's like eh, I need to get like out my uh, diabetes medications. Like, no, no, I don't care. It's, I, I don't want to take the risk of you getting your, uh, your guitar out of there. Yeah. To no. the gentleman in 13B, please keep your chords to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Anyway, so yeah, in every relationship I've been in, I'm, I always get dragged into, into going to different events and stuff. And then this is your life now as a, as a married person. Now that you're locked into this it's like okay so i'm going to this work party you have to come husband okay for, for me however like i've never it's it's a rarity that i've ever enjoyed being a plus one at any event and at the end of it i always kind of come off that and say like well you know that was that was pretty bad like i 
I just don't think there's any point in me being there for the next one. Maybe I don't go, and, and she'll always say, yeah, like, I agree. But the time, but by the time the next one rolls around, I get guilted into it. It's like everyone else is bringing their partner, mm. so you have to come as well. But it's like, it makes more sense for me not to be there. Like, how is it beneficial of me joining you? Support, my friend. Support. It all comes down to support. Right. That's it. Even, even if it is a ladies-only hens party <laughs> where no boys are allowed, but... You know, she is the exception. She's allowed to bring a plus one. Yeah. Okay. It's support. Wouldn't that be the worst situation as well? I, I have been to a couple of those and it is pretty pretty bad. Wait, what? How? How did you break the rules and how were you able to, to get in? Well, the, the hen's party situation, I was working on a boat where I was a bartender. There were no boys allowed, but I was the bartender. Right. On the boat and... Uh, you don't want to go to a hen's party. We all think of it as, you know, the girls always want to go to the bachelor party yeah. to see what the boys are up to and the boys want to go to the hen's party to to see all the girls. Right. But it's, it's not like that. What it's, happens? They're not just doing cork and canvas, are they? There's a lot of dancing, but the dancing is not provocative in any way. It is uh, just sheer absurdity with poles and it's crushing to the soul uh, and the stuff that they talk about it's just it's things that you would you know the movies kind of portray it in one way right but then you hear it in real life and you go you know what thank you I'm mm. done this is one for my memoirs and uh, I will never be attending a hen's party again right mm. but you would though if you had to if your wife dragged you if I had to bring out the mankini again, it's a uh, possibility. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, the mankini came along, came along for the ride. No, not, not, for the, not for that one, not for that one, but several other occasions beforehand. Yeah, um, but, but that would be perfect. That would be perfect for it. They would love it. It would It would work. Mm. It would work. Uh, but then again, you know, my wife being there, so, you know, but that's okay. I, th I thought there she'd be the one encouraging it. In a way, yeah. <laughs> It, it, it's a very revealing outfit. Yeah, but when, when when you guys are like, you know, you're like, oh, what should I wear? And you're flipping through the closet. And then she pulls that one out. It's like, hey, this one will look good on you. That's only for special occasions. I thought it was yeah. a special occasion. Hen's night, come on. If it's her hen's night, what? yes. Yeah. But if it's a friend's hen's night, right. not so much. You didn't go to her hen's night, though, did you? No. Good. No, we when we got married, we actually didn't have bachelor parties and hen's nights. Why not? We were in Japan. Okay. Mm. Together. We were together in Japan. Right. Yeah. We got she, married in Japan. We got married in Japan. Yeah. Is she Japanese? She's Brazilian. Okay. Yeah. That's rather confusing. Well, because you know what? Why live in a world where everything is, you know, systematically the same? Everyone stands in line to get on the bus, to go to work, to come home, to drink alcohol because they're sick of their nine to five job. And then you repeat, why not spice it up a bit? Right. Meet someone from Brazil. In yep. Australia. Yep. Then go to Japan, get married with a guy that's not even a priest, right? With a whole bunch of people you don't know and candles. Then go on honeymoon in Korea and Malaysia. Almost get food poisoning, but you avoid it because you're a healthy individual. What do you mean almost? Like she got it and you didn't? No, I I almost got it, but I could feel it. I could feel it. So but, but, I just but you're decided, like stomach of steel. I'll, I'll last, just keep that right down last there. I hydrated. 13 litres of water in one day. It was just nightmarish. And I think that's why I have a tendency to go to the bathroom so often now because it's just catching up to me. Oh, oh that, yes, that poison is always in you, right? Yep. Forever, forever. Yep. Catching up to me now. So it's, look, it's just one of those things. You've just, you know, support. That's it. One word, support. Support. Mm. No, I don't want to go. Because I feel that if if I go along as a plus one, right, I always feel like I have to be babysat. Yeah, I'll do the little like, oh, yeah, how's work? That sort of stuff. But I, I just feel like she could have a better night without me, right? Mm, de definitely. I, I mean, it depends on the place that you go to and the event itself. And I've always found that, okay, if she's happy talking to her friends and I've got no idea who any of these people are, no idea what they do. Mm. They're all wearing suits. I'm wearing board shorts and a singlet. I got as the you wrong do, message, as you do. As I do. And so I'm just going to start cleaning up. And, you know, that's kind of my, my character, my personality. I'll just start, you know, picking up beer bottles, taking them to the trash, doing dishes, you know, cleaning up, no problem. Because then I've, I'm isolated. I'm by myself. I'm in the kitchen 
I'm doing dishes and I can work on my novel. Just, that's fine. That's all, that's all good. I just bust out the old iPhone, go to the notes and just start typing in some some little quotes that I've heard at the party. That's always good. That's why. That's what's great about me having a podcast as well, mm. that I can always just, if you see me on my phone, I'm not pretending to text. I'm mm. taking notes so yeah. I can talk about it later on the podcast. That's, and that's good. That's, yeah. And it's, you know, having that ability to just improvise and then go off your notes. Mm. And that's the thing. Just take that the next time you go to a work event that your partner invites you to. And uh, even if it's the most boring thing you've ever been to. However, if you look at my Twitter, I think about half my tweets are like, I am only typing this so it looks like I'm busy. Mm. I'm only typing it so it looks like I have friends. It, that all comes down to the application you use. Twitter, you've got, what, 144 characters? Something like that, yeah. yeah you run out. You run I out. Know, and that's, I know, I you know. You can't, you can't put your full pain into it, can you? It's, it's, it's awkward because you can be standing there typing your message and your partner will come over and say, hey, what are you doing? So I'm just, I'm just writing, a, writing an email. Okay, but if you're standing there for 20 minutes still writing the same email, it's a bit of a concern. Too short, a little yeah. bit suspicious. Yeah. So you've got to get that timing right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, realistically, I'm writing out my will. Will why? Because I'm really considering killing myself because I want to get out of this party. Just, just any way to get out of it. Yeah. That's the other thing with being there as a plus one. You can't leave unless there's a medical emergency. Yes. Mm. Now, how does one incite that? Are we in Malaysia for this work event? Well, is it the easy way just to have some food and get poisoned? Is that why well, you could, you know, use a bit of acting skills, go up to the bathroom, get some wet paper towels, dab them over your face, look like you're perspiring, and then come downstairs and say that you're flush and you've got to go. Right. As a married man, how many times have you faked sick? 14. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Okay. Does it count if you're at home, you know, and you're visiting your parents? And you just don't want to be there? Yeah, I'll throw that one on there. You can add that one to the list. Okay, 17. But... <laughs> 17. Yeah, the, yeah the, the, the parental visits are a hard one, aren't they? Very difficult. Yeah. I, I, you think it's going to be all right. Like, in your head, you're like, oh, I'd love to see my family. I'd mm. love to see them. Yep. And then when you actually do hang out with them, you're like, oh, oh, no, oh, no. And you don't actually... Or I mean, for me, at least, I don't have a lot to talk about with my mother. Um, the conversation could last about three minutes. And okay. and oh. then if I've gone to visit her or if we've gone to a restaurant or something, how do you kill the time? Look, I, if we're at home, I rely on the photo books. Oh, no. I, I, just, oh, no. I, I just give up. I get, look, I'm, I'm confident with what I used to look like as a kid. Fat, a little bit of fat and a little bit more fat everywhere. Yeah. That's fine. I'm, I'm happy with that, you know. But... Now it's, I just, you know, if I don't want to talk and communicate, I just want to sit down and read a book. I say, okay, right, mum, love you dearly, okay? Why don't you show my wife that photo book from when I was three that's 25 pages long and entails just the day I went to the park. <laughs> two hours, done, easy, two hours, easy. I am actually genuinely intrigued on looking back at those old photos now. But at the same time, I do not want to sit through like a, a photo session with my mother just going through, oh, I remember this one. Because there's a few penis shots in there, if I recall. Yeah, there they are. Used, they, used to love, they used to love the full nudity back did, in the day, didn't they? they? Did, yeah. And, you know, some things don't change. But that is one thing that does change. And it's the one thing that you do want to change, you know, because it's really awkward when your wife sits there and goes, oh, naked. Oh, yeah. it's pretty similar to what it is now. And you go, oh, come oh. on. You know, <laughs> yeah, that's what you want to, to be cold set in front outside, of your mother. You know, it's, I'm not wearing my spandex. It's, you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, I remember there was a nudie picture in my mother's photo album once and uh, probably my late teenage years, I put like a sticker over the, uh, over the, the penis, a little sensor sticker. Wow. <laughs> you think I might be lacking in a bit of self-confidence there? I think a little. What Was it a smiley sticker or what was it a star? Or? No, I think it was a piece of masking tape. It was masking tape. Well, it better not be clear masking tape. You can see right through it. I might have had to put a couple of layers on because it was pretty thin. Mm. Um, I actually, well, when I, uh, we had... Um, we had gotten some photos developed uh, when I was a kid, and one of them was my my dog, like, were kind of holding it, holding it up, so like the dog's penis was showing. I don't think it was showing the lipstick or anything, but the um, the photography place had put a sticker over the dog's penis. Yeah, they had wow. censored the dog. It's a bit intrusive for that... one, and also like, come on, like it's a dog's penis, like it's out there, it's flipping and flopping. We're not putting pants on them. We're not covering it. It's very strange. I'd hate to see what they do when they go to a park. 
Do they just walk around with their hands just over their eyes and just say, oh, oh, excuse me, ma'am, can you please put your cat, because some people walk their cats, yeah, can that you is please weird. put your cat or dog, you know, over that side of the park. Please do not throw the stick up at a 90 degree angle so that they will jump and catch the stick in the air because I do not want to see the underside of that dog or cat. You know, it's kind of, I don't know why cats will be chasing sticks, but, you know, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know how those people would go about their daily lives, if that's the case. I also don't like the idea that they're actually flicking through the photos and being like, yep, that one's good, that one's good. Ooh, no, 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 we have to cover that. Because mm. I guess back in the day they were looking at your photos, but now we just, we just keep that our dirty little secrets. Well, it's all on the cloud. Yeah, no, no, it isn't for me because uh, mine ran out of space, you know, about four minutes into uh, me having okay. my iPhone. So, right. so none of that. So doesn't I, work, I, I, like I could not yep. be exposed except for those those first few like test photos. Mm. Mm. It's countless USBs in the closet somewhere. Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I, I, if you die, do you, do you feel that you've, um, you know, you've deleted enough stuff for that to be okay? I do not, but thank you for reminding me. Yeah. I will be going home this afternoon and doing that. Yeah, because sometimes I'm worried I'm going to die, you know, after I've had like a huge KFC feast and mm. I go to bed and I'm like, I should delete I should delete some things first because I, I might not wake up from this. But then I wake up and I'm all good. But I'll be stuffed if I did actually die. There is, yes, there are a few things uh, like the Mankini photos I should be removing uh, for, you know, just for publicity reasons. Um, but that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. Uh, what were we even talking about? I don't even remember what we were talking oh, about. Oh, look, plus one events and people handshakes and mm. saying hello. We, we, we never spoke about handshakes. That never came up once. You've thrown that in there. I did throw that in there because that did happen to me when I was in the bathroom. And that's the worst place oh, for a handshake. It so is. Yeah, the how are you? You know, the how are you? How's it going? Now, did you... So when somebody went in for the handshake at the toilet, did you did you reciprocate? Did you... I tried to play it cool by yeah. pretending that I had both hands were in use at the time when I was standing at the urinal. Doing the double-hander. Doing the double-hander. So that kind of, it sh- asserted my dominance to the other person. Right. And they then soon realized that they should back off. So you situation. sort of just look down and be like, oh, I can't, I can't. I've got yeah, I just, this, you know, just, I just, um, ah, like the Robert De Niro, uh, oh, you know, and I just look and I, you know, just kind of nudge my shoulder in their direction to say, you know, you, you want to check my shoulder because mm. that's more hygienic. But then they realize what's going on you know you got you could have had a blossoming friendship from that if you were just don't just want to shaking the hand you were gonna wash your hands afterwards don't anyway they were gonna wash their hands anyone that comes gonna... into a bathroom and says g'day how are you in they're the being bathroom. friendly they're being friendly in a Go bathroom on. of all places that's almost as bad as at a funeral when you're, yeah, at, this... when you're at a funeral how are you <laughs> come on man seriously see that's one where you can't say good you, 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 you've, you've caught it there. You can't say like, well, I'm good. You've got to be like, well, you know, it's a sad day, isn't it? It's a very, very sad day. Yeah. Yes, very indeed. I mean, I did just win $20,000 on an instance crash it, but Carlos, yeah. Carlos was, a, was a good man. Did you know? I didn't know him either, no. And it, it happens. I like a good funeral. Mm. I, don't like a, I don't like death. Food's good. Oh, the, how good is the food at Awake? Food's great. What, why is the catering always so good at Awake? I don't know. Maybe they just decide that, you know, it's the last one. Yeah. So we've just got to put in our all and it's... You know, and yeah, but then the poor guy who's dead, he's, he's like, shit, man. Like, you guys are getting out the good stuff now that I'm dead. I've been wanting mm. food like that my, my entire life and I've missed out. But he, he had a taste of it at the wedding. Maybe. Right. You know, if it's the same catering company after a long period of oh, time. I doubt it. I so doubt maybe it. it's the introduction to the feast, like the entree at the wedding, and then it's the dessert at the funeral. Yeah, and perhaps. then throughout life, it's just a bunch of main courses and uh, spaghetti and pasta and whatnot. But yes, food is so good. Yeah. What did you have at the last one? At the last wake I went to? Mm. Uh, I don't really recall, but I just remember these scones that were just the, the, oh, just the most scones. buttery scones. Was it the afternoon or morning? Afternoon. Afternoon. By that by that point, after we'd gotten through all the you know mm. the, the sermon and the all, that, all that all that all that boring stuff before we yep. get to the meal and the booze, but that, that's the other thing. Like um, a, a lot of wakes, like they generally will have alcohol at a wake, won't they? Oh yeah, but it's never like good alcohol. You, you want to just go and have a tequila shot and just forget about the day. Yeah. Instead, it's port. What are you gonna do yeah. with port? <laughs> it's fermented over twenty five years in a port. Yeah, it's it, that, like wakes are the one occasion where there'll be like food and alcohol, but it's you're not you can't keep that vibe up. Mm. Like, and it's it's instinct to sort of keep the vibe up. It's like yeah, unless let's, let's you're the do plus this. one, then it's a bit different. If you're the plus one, you can just pretend you're a part of the catering service. Start taking around some hors d'oeuvres, bottles of champagne, 
and then you go to the kitchen, pretend to clean up. <laughs> oh, my friend, there's extra glasses of champagne there. <laughs> I would love to be a plus one for a wake because then the vibe is already off. So mm. you're not going to feel like a fuck stick. You're going you're gonna to be like, well, you know, I didn't ruin it. The guy who died ruined it, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure whether you can say that, but you can work on your novel silently. And if anyone asks, you just say I'm in mourning. Even if you don't know the person, That's say true. I'm in mourning and I'm just yeah. working on my novel. But then people are going to come up and give you hugs and be like, oh, I know, I know, it's so sad. Mm. I miss him too. And you're like, yeah, well, I don't even know Just a double-hander again. <laughs> double-hander, you know, you can't use your hands. You're doing a double-hander. You just stand next to a bush and say, look, sorry, pal, I feel uncomfortable using the bathroom of this establishment because it reminds me too much of a previous time. So I have to go out to a bush. And then people come up and give you a handshake. They give you a hug. You can't. Double-hander. Have you ever rejected a hug? And and, and it, it, for you, it may have been at the urinal? Through hygiene alone, yes. When, when you can smell somebody with such a bad odour within 30 feet... Uh, you do tend to reject that hug. Yeah, at least you know they're coming. You, those those arms are wide open. The smell mm. is coming. You can you can back right off pretty easily. It does look rude if you if you back right off. Yeah. So you've got to try and you know assert your dominance in some way. You can't reject a hug though. Ooh. There's no way. Like once you're in. At a wake, you can't. No, it's very difficult. No, no, at, a wake. No, at a wake, at a wake, you're getting hugged no matter what. No, no. At a wedding, at a wedding's a bit different. Um, especially if you're the one who's getting married and somebody comes up to you and you know what, Bernie, it's not going to happen, buddy. It's just, look, it's my day. <laughs> no, all right? It's happened at our wedding, but that's okay. Uh, yeah, Bernie was just... Poor Bernie. Needed a shower. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, yeah. that's that's life. Hot, hot sweaty day in, in Japan, I suppose. It was nine o'clock at night and was pretty cold. Everyone had jumpers on. But yeah, I just don't, that's what I don't get. Do you hug your parents? Do you kiss your parents? I, I do hug. Just hug? No kiss? No, not really a kiss. No. Never? No, kissing is reserved for my wife. Right. Yes. Okay. I didn't say on the lips, but uh, so you're not a lips kisser on the parents? Because that freaks me out. That does freak me out. Yeah. yeah. A lot or of with dogs. When they do it with dogs. Oh, yeah. Uh, dogs are all licky and shit. I don't even like when a dog kind of licks me in the face, let alone on the lips. If it's a puppy, it seems to be okay. Because it's just, it's fresh. Yes. It's like just been born. It's okay. It can lick me on the face because that tongue hasn't touched anything. Give it two days. Nah, don't want it. But then at the same time, like I find babies to be more disgusting than adults. Mm. Just, I guess because they're always sort of like eating a banana. It's all over them and stuff. Whereas an adult, you know, they know how to eat a banana. They're not, they're not getting messy. Yep. It's, it's look, yeah, I don't, I don't get that either. You, you don't know? have any kids, do you? I do not. Yeah. No. Okay. No, in the future. Yes. Planning to. I sucked but, in. Um, yeah, I know, and that's that's my biggest concern is teaching the crucial first word is mouth, food, mouth, yeah. food in mouth, yeah. not floor, not forehead, which I used to do as a kid. Brilliant plan. You just forget about it. You leave some ice cream there. It's, you go for a walk, go. and then it's just you know ready for later on. Yeah, that's fine. yeah. It's really but for my kid, the food goes in yeah. the mouth. Why? Why is it the parents never never clean around the mouth? Never just 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 a wipe. That's all they, it needs. They think it's cute. They yeah, they're it's all like, oh, it's not okay. it's not cute. And it's like, no, it's disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Yeah, we live in such a hygienic world now, <sighs> and it's oh a little bit of mess. It's quite cute. No, yeah. it's not. <laughs> Listen, Betty, Betty, clean that. Not cute. Yeah. How are you with people's babies? Because every time someone whips out the baby's photo, I'm just like, it just, it looks like every, every, everyone else's it, baby. Hey, baby photos are okay because you don't have to physically touch or handle. It's when they give you the baby. Oh, yeah. 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 You know, that's the awkward. Oh, I, mean, I hate I was, it. I was driving boats a few years ago. Right. And had this woman, she was getting off the boat, private party on the beach. She was by herself and she had the pram and the boat was going out to sea because it wasn't on the, it was just a nightmare. Crazy day. And so she's getting off the boat and she says, oh, can you hold the baby? I went, oh, I don't even, I haven't read the book for this. Yeah. I don't know, how do you, do I hold it you're close on to the, me? You're on the water. So she's, and... she's, you know, giving me the baby. I'm literally holding it as far away from my body as possible. Almost, you know, I bet if I dropped it, it would have drowned in yeah. three meter water. And this is a lot of responsibility. And the baby starts crying. You've got no the, training for this. The moment she gave me the baby, it started crying. The moment I gave it back, it stopped crying. So not a good sign. No. Not a good sign. No, I maybe. haven't told my wife that story yet. Should probably let her know. Yeah. Just, just in case, then you can rethink things. I'm going to blame it on the ocean. I'm just right. going to say, look, it was the rocky ocean. You know, my body was swaying with the tides and the water. Uh, That'll work. Possibly just the fact that you're a strange man and not that you're a serial killer. Yeah. You know, with this face, come on. I mean, I mean, the fact that you're a serial killer, like the baby wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know. They wouldn't know, know at all. No, they haven't, haven't seen my own police report. No? Yeah. Yeah. A kid can't read, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Joke's on you. 
Do you ever have uh, in your workplace people uh, who have been on the maternity leave? They bring the baby in for the for the looksy, like, oh, Margaret's here. She's got the baby. I hate that. I hate it. I'm I'm very fortunate in my job that that hasn't happened to me. Really? Uh, but it's when because I teach foreign students. Yeah. So when they come back after a period of time and they bring their baby. Right. And you go, I taught you how to speak English. Now you're teaching your son or daughter how to speak English. That, that's quite cool. That, that, that to me, that hits me. That hits me in the fields, you know, right in the heart. Okay. And you wouldn't, like, other countries, their babies are quite cute. You see a little French baby? It's born with a mustache. It's amazing, right? See an Italian baby? It's born, flower on its hands. It's incredible. But it's just Australian babies. Sometimes they're they're too big, they're too small. Yeah. A little bit in between. Mm. You know, it's oddly shaped. Mm. I, I, do you, do you, are you able to give a fake reaction though when somebody does does be like, yeah, it's my newborn, isn't it beautiful? Are you able to see, be like, yep, beautiful baby. Love I, it. I just do the generic. I say, well, Amanda, that is a good looking child. <laughs> and there's that awkward pause and that's when I can say, I need to use the restroom now. Yep. And I go to the restroom and I just stand there until really I can hear them. They've, they've left the uh, building. But then, yeah. unfortunately, so it was one of your students. The husband in walks in and, and he uh, says, "Dude, what was that?" And I'm just like, "Mate, two hands. You know, can't talk. Yeah, sorry, uh, sorry, buddy. Yeah, uh, but you know, the, the, you could you could apologize by shaking his hand, but you refuse. I do refuse. refuse. I refuse. I refuse profusely, but whilst asserting my dominance. <sighs> mm. What an animal! What an yes. animal you are. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit you with some uh, some social scenarios, and I want to hear how you would react in these. I thoroughly look forward to these social scenarios. I'm looking forward to them too. All right. Now th- this All right. this one this this will be a, a bit of a bit of a flashback for you. You you married man you. All right. So you're on a hot date in a bar. Mm-hmm. It's going well. Then some old friend of your date happens to show up. They do the whole hi thing. But then the friend just plonks themselves down. There's a good chance they have designs on your date. They chat, trying to include you in the conversation, but you really do feel left out and awkward. Your date then excuses themselves to go to the bathroom. This is your opportunity. Do you tell this person to fuck off? Sit there awkwardly with them till your date comes back and then let them continue to ruin your evening? Mm-hmm. You ghost out and leave. What do you do? What do you do? This is a peculiar situation and one that I can say has happened to me. Uh, what what I would do, Fraser, is simply ask: Have they ordered a drink? Oh, let's say yes. Okay, they've ordered a drink and they've sat down. Uh, is male or female? Uh, well, male, male. male that's, that's why I'm saying that. Oh, like the, oh, right, right. Like okay. the, the, yeah, ah, right, the, okay. the friend, the friend, yeah. the friend of theirs is male. That's why I'm saying that. I think they've got designs on your date, your right. lady date. All right. I would, uh, I would say, look, you know, great to meet you. If they've introduced me, if they haven't, I would do a quick introduction. I'm Sam. I'm actually seeing this fair lady who sits in front of me. Whoa, here. whoa, whoa! Seeing it's a first date. Oh, calm down there, jeez. Well, I would seeing. again assert my dominance, Fraser. Anyway, it's that's all... going to scare her off. Nah, it's all about the ethos in the room. Now, are you, would you say that in front? <laughs> would you say that in front of your date, or this is after she's already gone off the it's toilet? Probably when she's in the toilet. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm seeing. Yeah. But then that, she, you're risking her coming back and being like, hey, hey, uh, uh, him, uh, him saying, hey, hey, uh, here. Sam says, you, you guys are, you know, locked in together. Mm. Real uh, blossoming relationship. And she's like, oh, fuck that. This is the first date. Well, then I would know that, okay, I, we obviously had a different connection here. And I would feel differently. And I would say, okay, no problem. So you get the bill. <laughs> Done. <laughs> Easy. And as, you know, if the guy that's come in is swiping the date, you just pass the bill on to him. No problem. Couple more tequila shots at the bar on the way well, out. Well, but yeah, yeah, but that's also a good reason to do the old the ghost out while while she's in the toilet. And you're like, well, you know, it looks like they could have a blossoming relationship. But then that could, you know, fail as well. He could leave the moment that you ghost, and she comes back, sitting there by herself. Two men have left her awkwardly. She now has to pay for the bill. Yeah, I don't, I don't see that as a positive situation. Well, you know what? This is what she gets for flirting with them all. Flirting with them all. She could have told that, being like, I'd say that friend being like, look, I'm on a date here. Like, mm. I'd love to see you. I'll talk to you later. I'll send you a text. Mm. Could have, could have done that. Could have done that. But yep. no. But she, she was not polite enough to, to say like, and, and it is like that. She could easily have just, just like understood the situation. And be like, well, if this is, would be uncomfortable for you having some random coming up and be like, oh yeah, how you doing? How's work? Uh, doing that. Like it's, you know, she, you need to cut it. She needs to cut it. I guess it depends on the restaurant you're in as well. All right. Because if you're sitting at a table just for two, 
Yeah. Where is this person getting the other chair from? If he's stealing it from a table of four, yes. You know, because one of those people are in the bathroom, then there's an issue, and there's something that you don't have to deal with because you don't know this person. Also, if they come and sit on the side of the table, they're actually blocking the waiter's passage, <laughs> which means that my garlic bread, my breadsticks are not yeah. coming pending the Italian restaurant. So. I do understand there's a, there's a few scenarios. Nothing worse than somebody pulling up a chair to a two-person table. And, oh, and just, it is. It, 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 like, restaurants yeah. are cramming people in as it is. When they when you add an extra chair to that, now you're going to fuck things up And completely. then the waiters, you know, the waiter's got to go back and get that person's drink order and then put a water glass on their table, fill the water glass, get the little napkin and brush it against their lap, you know? Right. Okay, so let's say you're sitting at the bar, though. Whereabouts at the bar? Am I in the middle? Am I at the end of the bar? Oh, let's say middle. middle so, of the bar. so okay. really, they uh, could so jump on is, any it's end. It's plausible yeah. any end. Well, if, yeah. if they sit on the left side of me while the date is on the right side of me, then I I can just sit there, break out my novel, just keep working on my novel. No problem. If they're going to have a conversation, because then I know it's awkward enough that they are talking, you know, to and fro behind yeah. and in front of me. It's awkward. It's, you know, they're not interested. That, that's not going to happen because remember, this guy's going in for the kill. So then I can he's, just turn, he's got designs on her. Turn. So and focus on my date. And then my back is to my date. All about that body language, Fraser. Hang on, but that's not happening. You know damn well that's not happening. You know it's going to be a little sandwich there. She's going to be the... Oh, I don't want to say meat. That sounds horrible. No, that's, that's not going to work. No. <laughs> okay, she, she's the, uh, the the lovely piece of lettuce in, inside this sandwich. Mm. Yeah. The lettuce? I don't We're know. sticking with lettuce. Let, lettuce sounded pretty. I don't, I don't okay, know. Well, I, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. Okay. Providing the vegetable nutrition for the sandwich. Yes. Uh, okay. So you would just. What would you do, Fraser? What? Give me some inspiration here. What would you do? Me? Well, you know what? Like, it would be nice to say. I don't. I think I would probably try and slip it in. No, let's, let's say to him while she's uh, in the toilet. Um, look. Um, yeah. We're, we're we're on a date. But I wouldn't say go away. I would just put that acknowledgement out there and if he just was like oh cool cool and then just uh hung around anyway i don't know if i'd i I don't know but at the same time if she was like chatting to him and stuff i don't know i i I think i wouldn't be interested in her anymore because i think surely somebody that i was interested in would have the politeness to kind of you know come back to me and get rid of a friend when you know this is supposed to be a one-on-one thing yep uh, so I'd probably just, just you know, just die on the inside for the rest of the night until it ends and then uh, go home and then never call her again. This is why the movie, perfect, perfect first date situation because you don't talk. And if somebody but else was to, in, you know, interrupt, can't talk. But the, but the movie date is horrible because it is pretty bad. you, you it need is to talk. Bad. You need yeah. to talk. Yeah, it's, it's, you're never going to get to know each other. Yeah. You sit there and see a movie and then you walk out. Yeah, it's, it's still... Still, you're still at the awkward stage at the end of the movie, like because you haven't had that chance. You've just sat together for two hours and just like, <laughs> yeah. No, See, you're not. I, that's but, why I think movies and restaurants—they just need to, nah. They've got to be creative, be out of the box. Yeah. So, well, I took my partner on a first date, right, up a mountain. Up a mountain. Mm. I took a bottle of wine, some cheese, some crackers, right. a couple of glasses, a little picnic rug, all in a bag. Up a mountain. On a first date, though, was, first she, date. was, was she a little worried that she was going to get murdered? No, 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 no. Not at all. Not at all. I was no. just, I was you had saying, all the charm. I was being a, a tour guide. I was showing her the unique views, the, the lovely lush greenery, and it, it worked. It worked. Married now. Married now, yeah. Interesting. Yeah, Interesting. we haven't been up a mountain since. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But you did it right. You did the right thing because you know some dude, some sleazy dude is not going to like come in and be like, hey, how you doing? And then you're going to have to like assert your dominance. You it's, did it right because there's no one out there. I was wearing a suit, you know, and so anyone that comes up and tries to talk to her is going to be in fitness gear, going to be sweating. Sorry, you were wearing a suit up the mountain? I was wearing something similar to what I'm wearing now. Yes. Yeah, you are. You are dressed up. Yes. Well, work wow. attire. Yes. Was it a was a rough hike to get up that? Uh, it was it was pretty it was pretty steady pretty steady hike. Yeah. But, you, but I, you you were willing to do it you know in the face of love. In the face of love, you'll 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 go up there in your in your shiny snakeskin boots. That's it. Yeah. Yep. And they scared off a few other animals as well, which is good. I but, bet. Yeah. I bet. <laughs> All right. I'll hit you in a, another social scenario. Perfect. All right. You have a new friend. Congratulations. Things are going well, but then they start doing the pop-in at your house, randomly stopping by without texting first. The first time it happens, you're surprised, but but not not bothered. It's it's nice to see them. But it starts happening a lot, like they think it's like fucking Seinfeld. How do you put a stop to this? I put a letter at the door. Saying? 
Not home. Or you could just not answer the door. No, because if there's a TV on or I'm in the shower and it's mm. usually one of those two things, then you, you just got to be inconspicuous. Just yeah. Letter on the door. They listen at the door, don't they? They, they know. Do. They know if you're in there. They do. They'll keep on knocking. Yeah, and keep then they'll send knocking. you a message. I know you're inside. What's <laughs> a bit creepy, yeah. buddy? But you could just say, oh, I left my TV on. Oops, whoopsie. Mm. It's or like, what about the, the car? The car's there. And they say, oh, I see the car. They go, oh, I've gone for a bike ride. You don't have a bike. Well, yeah. You know, letter at the door. They walk up, they see a letter at the door. Or you disguise it as if it were the postman. What do you mean? Well, you know how sometimes you come home and there's that little letter at the door saying you've got a parcel to collect. Yeah. Right? Yeah. People don't just leave those out when no. they go home. They grab it straight away. So you put the little uh, a fake letter saying you have a very important parcel that needs to be collected. Please respond to this notice immediately yeah. when you return home. They're going to look at that and go, wow, okay, oh, clearly they're not home because they would have responded to that immediately. I am not going to interrupt. Meanwhile, you're just sitting inside eating some potato chips, yeah. watching a show on TV, Netflixing and chilling. Yeah. No problem. You could all, you could also put an eviction notice. You know, they're like, well, he doesn't live there anymore. He's been evicted. Or you put some police tape. He's dead. They're going to call you though. They're going to call. They're going to call. They're going to they're keep calling. I think, I think the post note, simple. Do you think they'll call though? Because this is a psychopath who decides to do the pop-in. Just randomly walking up to your door and knocking on the door. Do you have any friends who do that currently? No, I do not. Okay, good. Yeah. Do I, do I have any friends or do I have any friends that do that currently? Do you have any friends? Uh, I work a lot. My wife is my friend. That's nice. That's that's beautiful. Yeah. I I, I don't. I, it's because we're new here. When you in when you in the in the city. Oh, you're serious. I thought you were joking. Yeah. No, when you're in the city, and yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't have any people that would come up to my house and yeah. knock and. No, I, okay. So what I what I would have said if I was you, it's like I have decided not to have not to make any friends because I don't want people doing the pop in, knocking on my door randomly. Mm. That would have been that would have been a that's, good answer. That's, and that's the reason why I was I was getting to that. Yep, so, yep, actually, yep, yeah. yep. I do not have any friends that do that because I do not want friends that do that. Yeah, correct. Yes, exactly. Done. Simple. Easy. Although, although most normal people don't do that. No one's done a pop in on me in many years. But I'm nervous it may happen. Mm. Mm, I need to. I need to remove some. some it may happen in, now. But incriminating, I know incriminating things uh, from my apartment before anyone anyone pops in. Oh, it's pretty immaculate, my friend. I oh, don't say that don't you worry. I don't, well, I, I removed those incriminating things before you arrived oh, okay, today. Right now, I understand. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I understand yeah. why you said no. Please yeah. wait a second. Okay, good. Yep, yep, yep. yep. All right. Um, have I said what I'll do? No, I haven't. No. What would you do? Tell them to knock it off. Yeah, but the, would you though? Knock it off. I would Stop say, coming? yeah, I think... I, you could lose a friend. Ah, well, yeah, it's worth it, worth it, worth mm. it. Well, the thing is, if, if it's actually making you feel uncomfortable and this person is a friend, surely you should be able to talk to them about something like that and say, like, maybe send me a text. I'm not ready for you. Let me know. I could be in the middle of something very, very important. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And maybe I could just say, look, it's a bit weird. It's a, it is a bit weird. This is not the 80s. It doesn't work like that. The 80s? Yeah. Hey. Everyone did, Everyone used to do the pop-in back then. Did they? I guess, I assume. Yeah. Depends where you're from, I guess. I don't know. Why? What? what, what you, everyone calling on a friggin' landline. Oh, I think you'd write a letter first. <laughs> you'd know, write a letter. I'd need to borrow a... Oh, no, I better send Tiffany a, a letter addressing my concern about the cake I'm currently baking. And then you send it, you put it in the post box, and then they come out and they get it. Because, you know, they didn't have text messages, didn't have phones. So receiving mail was the biggest thing. To get a letter requesting a cup of sugar. Man, oh, those were the days. Radio, don't know where you are, where you are now. Um, uh, if you have a knock on your door, what's your, what do you assume it is? What's the, where does your mind jump straight away? Uh, my wife has left her keys at work. Hmm, interesting. Now, if she's in there with you, somebody is returning the keys. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, last social scenario. You're on a train. Mm -hmm. You're staring into space. Out of nowhere, a lady in front of you shrieks, Don't you dare look at me like that. I'm not a piece of meat for you to just stare at and sexualize. Everyone on the train has stopped and is staring. Um... You know, you've just been accused of, of something when you were just staring into space. I would apologize. I would say, Whoa. I'm sorry that you you, have, you feel that way, but I just uh, couldn't avert my eyes from the mustard that's been left on your cheek. What if there was no mustard? Yeah, but then everyone would be not looking at me. They'd be looking at her to see if there was mustard on her cheek. 
then by the time that they've looked and then she's also gone, oh, actually, oh, there is no mustard on my cheek. Situation's calm, it's settled. I'm not even in the same carriage anymore. I've gone to the bathroom, you know, because again, got to go to the bathroom from that Malaysian incident. So no problem, easy. But, but you are acknowledging that you were staring. At but you weren't, but you weren't. So you're, mustard. you are taking the risk that you were, you were staring at her like a piece of meat, mm. sexualizing her. You could do a Ray Charles. Which is? Pretend you're blind. Mm, that's a good one. Mm. Mm, mm. I, I often get angry when uh, blind people stare at me. Yep. Mm. It's confusing. I don't, I don't yell at them and say they're sexualizing me. No. But no, you just, you just pretend you're blind. You just get up, pretend you're blind. You know? Yeah, but what, you don't have your little cane though. No, but what you do is without the cane, you pretend you're reaching for your Opal card and you actually get your FPOS card. Then everyone knows. Come on, seriously? Like <laughs> They accept the FPOS card now. All right, you get your driver's license. You know where I was going with that. Then you... she has your address. She'll look at it. She'll be like, this This is the man who's sexualizing flybys, me. Flybys, flybys. You get your flybys card out and then they, they definitely know. Well, that... she'd be like, this guy couldn't be sexualizing me because think of all the savings. Points. Points, whatever. All the points. Okay, what would you... All right, right, put it into context for me. You're on the train. Woman gets up, just completely shouts in an aggressive way at you, saying, you're sexualizing me, the way you're looking at me. Everyone's looking at you. Everyone's taken their earphones out. They've stopped looking at their mobile devices. Quite the scene. First words that come out of your mouth are... Fuck off. I'm not looking at you. I'm just staring into space. Honesty. Honesty. Honesty works. Yeah. Honesty works. Honesty is important. And then would you remain in the same position? I would, or I would, would, you I would probably I would scream right at her and, and I, I wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. I might if I got too stressed out. I'd probably leave. But I, I feel like I would need to defend myself. I would defend myself. And everyone would pull out their phones and start filming and you'd be probably like, yeah. yeah and then yeah then, then I'd be a pervy guy on, uh, on, on, on train on YouTube. Yeah. Look it up. That video already exists. No it doesn't. Right, okay, that's good. That's yeah. good. I'm glad it doesn't exist. <laughs> I would not be. Able it to could one it. day. It could, but I, but I do, I do, I do await the day where somebody just flips it at me and accuses me of something, mm-hmm. just out of the blue. I heard about uh, this. This um, this dude was on a train, and um, and some teenagers just like scream like, "Oh, that's the guy who was in the park with his dick out," and then he's like, "No, no, it wasn't me." So, what was that accent? Uh, it was supposed to be Chinese. Oh, okay, right. Yep. Uh, so, uh, but, but, but here's a thought. Well, so was he the guy in the park who had his dick out or are these kids playing a very, very funny yet cruel joke on a stranger on a train? Mm, seems like a cruel joke. It is a cruel joke. Mm, because I don't know why you would recognize somebody who does that at the moment that somebody does that in a park. You You're not looking at the face. You would not be your, looking. You your would eyes be, are, you can't you help it. You wouldn't even be you looking. You'd it. just immediately have a reaction. You'd walk away. How would you be able to identify someone that does that? Yeah. Yeah. And it'd be strange if you kept looking as well. It would, it would. You don't stick around when somebody does that in a park, do you? No, definitely mm. not. Unless you're the person doing it. You'll stick around as long as it takes. Would not want to be that person doing that. Could be you. Definitely not me. Are you sure? Married. It's not going to stop you. No. Nah, many, many married men do that in a park. Those, they're not happily married. <laughs> <laughs> no, no way are they happily married. No. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to wrap this episode up. <laughs> Thanks for listening. We're on iTunes, Spotify, and most other apps. Hit us up on Twitter at Dead to Me Podcast. We're also on Facebook and Instagram. And our email is dead to me podcast at gmail.com. Well, thank you so much for coming in, Sam. Uh, it was lovely to meet you. Any, any regrets? No regrets. No regrets. The conversation was detailed, in depth, and yeah. intriguing. And, and you've, thank you've, you for your time. You've, you feel like you've given your true self? I've, I feel like I have, and I have learned many things along the way and many tasks that need to be accomplished today. Fantastic. All right. Bye, guys. Ciao. Ciao.